1: Welcome back everybody. Hello. Hi, good morning and good evening, good afternoon. Good all. Good all. All is well. All is well.
0: So, we're going to put no matter our We're we going to put our college caps on today and talk about ethics. Yeah. So, oh
1: my we started a we started a thing. Actually, we're letting you in on really the conversations we have in our kitchen or when we go out for coffee. We inevitably it always turns into the ethical dilemma
0: i love it i love the game ethical dilemma because it is very scary split the hair and all of a sudden somebody's going to do something god awful and it it
1: makes me when we play ethical dilemma it makes me want to flip the table over i don't like it i feel very depressed but it's very interesting and it's very important to get yourself thinking In, in a way it allows you to step into someone else's shoes yes so we did a couple of episodes very briefly on ethics and we want to do a whole series. You actually studied ethics.
0: I took a class in ethics in college, not a
1: class, but like a whole semester, like you studied ethics, well, right? Yes. So we talked about how I looked up the word ethical and it was we learned it was derived from the Greek word ethos, which means character and it also comes from the Latin word mores. M O R E S, which basically means customs. And interestingly enough, when you put those together, they combine to define how individuals choose to interact with one another. So, very in sync with our whole, our friendly world here.
0: And let's not forget about uh, where we draw our inspiration for friendship from, and that's Aristotle's Everything is Greek. Nicomachean Ethics. Greece. But anyways, yes, ethics is that weird branch of philosophy that concerns itself with conduct and questions of good and evil and right and wrong. And those four words, good and evil and right and wrong, sound like they should be like, oh, yes, good is right and evil is wrong. But there's always shades of gray in between.
1: Always, Yeah. There's no good. There's no bad, first of all. So how do you maneuver? (laughs) Well, I don't know about that well we talked about this is it good i don't know is it bad i don't know you never know you never know how the road where it takes you you don't know you're,
0: you're talking about good and bad you're not talking about good and evil is it evil or good oh different and and that's the difference it you can do an evil act in the cause of right you can do a good act in the cause of wrong gotcha welcome to the weird world of ethics
1: right so what's considered evil
0: exactly and what is considered evil and actually uh and we're going to be talking about this strictly sadly on many levels from kind of a western perspective because it's yeah it's it's well defined and it's well understood so it makes it easier and that's certainly what i studied was the western tradition so we're going to stay away sadly unfortunately from all the other traditions
1: today Maybe we'll get into that later. And it is possible, yes. Yeah, we should. We should totally get into it.
0: It's less familiar, so it's it's very tricky. That's
1: what. That's why we need to bring expert friends to talk about those aspects. True. But I'm curious when you started. Well, you don't. I guess you don't remember because it was a while ago. But I often wonder what the very first class was like. If you had a great professor, was it a good professor? It was
0: a good professor, and I'm sure professor? not see professor professors
1: <laughs> profilers
0: it was a la maestra actually it's a female uh professor oh fantastic but anyways yes and, and this was and in santa was. cruz and of course this was in hippy dippy santa cruz hippie
1: college hippie university
0: but anyways from a historical perspective you can almost see the beginnings of ethics coming being basically laid down by god Oh, please. No, I'm serious.
1: No, this is the interpretation of the code of
0: Hammurabi was passed down by a Babylonian god. The Ten Commandments were passed down by God in the Old Testament to Moses. And there's even a legend that has Zeus giving um, basically something similar to a code of conduct to to the Greeks.
1: Right. So are they pretty much the same, like the Um, Ten Commandments and all these other... Everybody
0: says the Code of Hammurabi and the Ten Commandments are almost carbon copies of each other. I'm not going to get into that, but... Which is older? uh, Code of Hammurabi. Really? Yes.
1: Older than Moses?
0: Yes. Wow. Well, think about it. Think about it. Moses got... Okay, so you had the Egyptian empire that had enslaved the Jews Mm -hmm. and Moses led them away. Babylonia, Iran, Iraq was around a lot a lot older than that i believe Hmm. so yes um and actually yeah and that takes us into folklore and a whole bunch of other fun things but i don't i don't want to go there either but what's interesting is this code of ethics kind of supersedes everything because it's passed down by god how do you argue with god that's very painful
1: i argue with god all the time
0: well hold on (laughs) and then later on Getting into, yes, indeed, the ancient Greek tradition. I know, was, I know I said Zeus passed down a code of ethics as well. But you have Plato coming in and saying uh, he actually started really challenging that. And he talked about there is a transcendent good and evil that is separated from religion. What and does so, that mean? Well, he's saying that certain things are good and certain things are, are, are evil.
1: Like what? Do you know?
0: Um.
1: <laughs> well, what is evil?
0: Exactly. Stealing stealing's and stealing's a real easy one.
1: So all artists who are like you go through that book everyone's reading, steal like an artist. Mm-hmm. Like that's what artists should do. That's mm-hmm. evil?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Although I think they were talking not so much stealing ideas but stealing like physical things. So, steal has gotten uh, maybe a bigger context. But when
1: we played Ethical Dilemma, we mm-hmm. got into stealing, and you said, "Well, to feed a family,
0: it's still it's still evil.
1: It's still evil. It's still evil to to save someone's life."
0: Yes, I mean, do I pick your terms and definitions here. Good and evil, right and wrong, and these are distinct words. Is it right to steal to feed my family if that's the only way I can make that happen? It is right, but it's also evil. Now you can choose the other other set of words and you can say it's good to steal to feed my family but it is wrong because of course it's against the law etc 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 but it's also one of these transcendent good and evil things according to plato right and then people start to get people start to get twisted and try and figure out where things come from and they try and understand kind of pre-societal man where did ethics really come from and the only way we can look at uh not prehistoric, but even pre, pre, prehistoric is to look at animals and how animals choose to arrange themselves.
1: Well, I know animals don't kill for fun and people kill for fun.
0: So that's very interesting. Right. And you're also, you also look at things like, um, baboons, like the strong male baboons will protect the weaker women and children when they're fleeing from an enemy there have been documented cases of dolphins if dolphin a is sick dolphin b will swim underneath him and push him up to the surface so he can breathe Mm -hmm. you've also got again and you know we're dealing with what are considered the more intelligent animals because then they 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 tend to arrange themselves in societies
1: all animals
0: are intelligent. Well, All yes, life is intelligent. If we take a look at an ant colony, it's not the same.
1: It is. They are supremely intelligent. Yes, but you ants. have a
0: queen who bosses around. So everybody. That's
1: the way it should be. Enough with the patriarchy.
0: With the bees. Anyways, the ants, the bees. I was going to get to my next point about I get the things,
1: okay go about ahead. the monkeys All where
0: right. like they will you know they help each other out by like picking out parasites, you know like you know. Groom me and I'll groom you. And they've actually studied and they've determined that selfishness generally gets punished in these societies. And so everybody's working for the good of everybody. And another thing they've determined is typically, the typical behavior, and and I think the dolphin is a very atypical behavior, by the way, as far as this goes, but a very typical behavior is the amount of effort that it requires to help somebody out versus the reward you get when they do a solid for you. You know, it's it's either proportional or it's heavily weighed in the favor of you get so much more than you give. Because you're just spending five minutes picking parasites out of somebody, who cares? But by the same token, when they do that for you, it's like, oh my God, I don't have these parasites leeching my blood, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, Mm -hmm. it becomes a very limited, a very small kind of engagement for a big reward.
1: Right. Well, it's always the small things that make such a big difference. Someone can just give you a smile Mm -hmm. that will completely soothe you. Someone could just utter a sound when you're telling them something that happened that is troubling you that you're trying to figure out one sound from that person can be a healing yes and it's enough for you for whatever happened to you to be deleted out of your spirit
0: right right absolutely
1: but and it also works the other way around right one one evil glare one evil word mess you up forever
0: possibly possibly yes So then continuing down the thought of, again, keeping it strictly into an animal world and trying to figure out where our ethics come from. Then they also noted kin bias, which means that I'm going to sacrifice myself for my children. Like the
1: jellyfish. Was it the jellyfish?
0: Well, I think it's... No, the octopus. I think it's a lot of animals will protect their their offspring in order, uh, even if it means like bad stuff for them
1: but remember we saw that movie about the octopus my friend the octopus or what was it called it was like it, my teacher the octopus my teacher, or it, it was a, an Oscar winner and it was about he 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 just followed this octopus around the lifespan and he noted how the society worked and how the friendship worked and when the octopus finally got to a stage of having children what the octopus goes through basically when you do you you give all of your life force mm-hmm. to your your children right. and the octopus dies right sorry to to ruin the movie for you but it's like total selfless behavior
0: right but in as much as man is the social animal and man is, oh, the only animal that uses tools, which, of course, is a fallacy.
1: Such a but, fallacy. It's so stupid. But anyway, in,
0: in taking a look at, um, you know, how we, how we kind of build ourselves together as a society, because ethics is basically, it's almost like you can see ethics on some level is this is how we can all live together.
1: Hmm.
0: You know, these are the rules, these are the common rules that we're all going to adopt so that we can all live together and prosper as a group.
1: So Matt, are ethics man-made rules or is it like a spiritual rule?
0: And that's just it. Plato believed they were transcendent. So it was, and it was not divine. It was not part of a religion. It was a something else. It was a universal truth. Hmm. whereas you would have asked Moses and Moses would say it, it it's divine. It comes from God. Hmm. So, yeah, that's the fun part, right? So
1: what's the difference between what Plato said and what Moses would say?
0: Mm-hmm. Plato divorced himself from, from religion. I like that. You know, and like so that. all of a sudden so now you don't again. have an interpreter. You don't have a, a middleman. a wise man, a a, a middleman, a pastor, a, a middle mom, a anything else a interpreting man. what is good and evil.
1: Thank you. That's what I was saying in a previous episode. It's like enough with these voices, you know, in your heart, you have all that information. Right. So explain to me again what Plato said.
0: Uh, Plato believed that good and evil transcends everything. That there are universal truth There there is universal actions that are good and universal actions that are and that are how, evil.
1: How how did he come to the point of saying, okay, well, this is how you figure out what is evil, what is okay? Well, I
0: don't think that he necessarily came to a good point because he just put out that statement. He put out that statement and he and put dropped out the mic. His beliefs, because let's not forget, in ancient Greece there was a lot of slavery going on. There was a lot of subjugation of women. There was a lot of, there was a lot of, a lot of, What's he new? was, he was merely saying that there are universal mm-hmm. truths, mm-hmm. you know, and he, and he was, he, you know, defined some, but you know, he, uh, I think a lot of his, uh, thoughts would, we would consider them just ridiculous now, you know, that's all.
1: Well, all right. So can you give me an example?
0: An example of?
1: I don't know. Like the whole evil thing. It it can, I mean, you can be a lawyer about it and break it down. I think the act of evil, I think there's only one act of evil. No, maybe there's two. I think if, if you hurt someone else's life, it is evil. Especially when you know it's hurting that person. That is evil. You can unconsciously do something and it's still an evil act, but once you become aware of it and you still do it, if the person tells you or if if you hear that this is hurting someone's life force, Mm -hmm. I think that's evil.
0: So back to the stealing bread example. So the only way you can feed your family is to steal bread. The baker will be adversely affected by you stealing the bread. He will make less money. He will be less able to provide for his family. Is the action good or evil? Aha, ethical dilemma.
1: Well, what if you ask the baker for help?
0: And what if he says, I can't do it because screw you. It's evil. Then Then the the baker baker is is acting evil. Yeah. Sure. But if you try and, but if your the best, baker says, you know, I, I, I'm sorry, I can't help you. I can't hire you. I can't give you bread because I need all this just for my family. And, and, if, and that happens to be a true statement because that's one of those things you can't necessarily identify in the moment.
1: I think there's always a way. I think if you seek it, there's always a way to and, help.
0: And that's the kind heart. And, and that's, and that's your kind, empathic heart. Sometimes there isn't. And, you know, that's the whole point of ethical dilemma is but that's getting when to you that turn, point. Of, but that's
1: when you turn to friends. That's And by friends, I mean other people that can be friendly. That's when the baker can say, look, everybody, I need some help.
0: Yes, but that you know, takes us away. We're no, we're no longer talking about ethics now.
1: It is, a, it is about ethics. I'm just saying that instead of saying no and hurting the other person, you're hurting the life force of the person who is starving. What the baker can do is, look okay, um, I'm not able to maybe give this bread. Maybe he he can't. Maybe he truly cannot, but he can turn to other people. Like in Italy, there's that you buy two cups of coffee if you're buying one for someone who needs it, who doesn't have the money. Do you know what I'm saying? You turn to friendship. You turn to the village and you come together and you can always make something work together.
0: That is true, but what if, the rest of society is unwilling to do that. That's evil. Ah, okay then.
1: Because they're not willing to. I think you can. Because we all have different expertise. If it's not bread, someone can say, you know what? I know how to um, find seeds and plants from the forest that will feed you. It's better than having carbs. There you go. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying?
0: Yes, no, and, and trust and me, I, I, I completely we, get it. And you're in the process out, now of defining your own school of ethics.
1: Well, yeah, my own school of ethics is our friendly world. And I'm saying, hey, this is what I think is happening. I think this is one way to look at it is if we come together, we can help each other out. And that's the art of friendship. You're not in it by yourself. The baker is not alone. You're baking for a village. There, There's guaranteed someone who can figure something out. Or together we can figure something out to help the ones that have no food.
0: Just like, yes, just like the baboons. Absolutely.
1: So let's, let's, ethics is a huge deal. It is. So let's just stop it here for today.
0: Let's stop it here. We will be talking more about Stoics and Epicureans and the Christian the Christian philosophies and and we'll 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 circle back certainly then to, to back to the Nicomachean.
1: Why is it always the Christian? What you know, we definitely need to get all the other beliefs and traditions involved. Once we're done talking, your your perspective as a are you a WASP? What are you?
0: White Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Yes. Yeah, is that what you are? <laughs> I suppose.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, you know what I'm saying though. We definitely should get the whole picture eventually as time goes on. But for today, let's talk about how we can help each other. How remembering the art of friendship can help you in the midst of the turmoil of ethics, evil, and kindness. How can you prevail with the kindness and not have anything else come into your circle and just have it be a kind, happy world. All right? Yes, boss. All right. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. Go to our friendly world podcast.com. Reach out to us. Give us your thoughts. If you want to come on our show, let us know. All right. Just go to the contact button. It emails me directly. We'll talk to you soon. We love you so much. Take care.
0: Be well.